want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 220. Yeah. How you doing over there? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Very good. Very good. We had a good weekend. Yep. Juan was in town. Yep. Yep. So we got everyone together and it was a lot of fun. It was fun. It was. Seven months he's been gone. So really? Was, yeah. Hmm. So it's good to see him. Yeah. Yep. And just like every other hang, there were laughs. Yeah. And of course there were tears. Yeah. Because, you know, can't get through a hang without tears. Yep. Um, a little vomit. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a very cool guest today. Mm-hmm. And... We have a couple of very special co-hosts. Yeah. Co-hosts slash additional guests. Slash groupies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the focal the focal guest today is Bill Tash. Yes. Talking about his upcoming obscure form release. Yes. Which we are so looking forward to. Um, and sitting in with us is Jay from Gutted Alive. Yes. And Joe from also gutted alive yeah. and halothane and yes. desecrator and also the brother of bill yes and jay's also in desecrator yes yep um so i say we just get to it let's hear a brand new song from obscure form this is coming off of the infinite unknown which is being released on july 7th we're gonna hear failures reflection and then get to our conversation.
Fuck you, Bill. <laughs> I love it how anytime I show you guys anything, all you just say is just fuck you. Yeah. Every time. Well, you know. We're like, just jealous. I yeah. show you stuff and then you make fun of me for it? No. No. We're just jealous. We're jealous. Honest, yeah, honest, I know. But to still. Goodness, we're just jealous. <clears throat> so, <laughs> in case you guys didn't know, that was all done by Bill. All of it. Bill Even Cash. the vocals. And he just learned the vocal. Wow. That's it's awesome. All right, so what did we just listen to? That was Failure's Reflection coming off of the uh, upcoming album in a couple weeks. Yeah, when... So that's Obscure Form, right? Yes. Your solo project. Yep. That's all you. Mm-hmm. Bill Tash. Insane. Are you Bill Tash or Bill Rotash? What, is, what are we calling you? Uh, I, everybody knows me with Bill Tash. Okay. Or, or Brother Man Bill. Or, or Joe's brother. Okay, Joe's brother. <laughs> brother Man Bill. Oh, I like that, Brother Man Bill. There is a song you should add to the songs when you guys play it. It's called Brother Man Bill. By Terrible Tim. Yes. <laughs> we, will play it. we will play it for you later. Thank you. Yes. All right, cool. You should definitely put it on your podcast. Yes. <laughs> People yes, would love this you episode. for it. It's my theme song. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, Metal Archives says that the Infinite Unknown was released on June 23rd, but that's not the case. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is very incorrect. Okay, okay. I don't know where they got that information from. <laughs> you can't believe everything no. that they say. So do you have a date, uh, uh, a drop date for it? Yes, July 7th, I believe. Nice. I think it's July 7th. Oh, it's coming up. Yes. And that's going to be, how is that going to be released? <clears throat> It's not. <laughs> <laughs> He's lying. I am lying. I think it's going to be coming out on everything, like Spotify, Apple Music, Laser YouTube. LaserDisc. LaserDisc. A-Track. A-Track. so sweet. <laughs> so are you only doing a digital release for this? Or are you going to... Yeah, for right now, just digital. Okay. I don't know. I might, might try to do something later on, but I don't know. Well, we'll see. Digital for right now. It's just me, so everything is literally coming out of my pocket. That's expensive. Yep. So we have a lot of questions about, about everything. This. But before that, can we back up to you've been in Crushing Force is kind of current too, right? Yes. And yeah, I mean, it was only a couple of years ago. So yeah, I guess that is pretty recent too. And that's you and you and brother Joe. Yep. And then <laughs> Desecrator is current too, right? Yeah, it is current. And you're in Nazgul and Halothane at one point? <clears throat> yep. Halothane three times. <laughs> three, times. <laughs> three different instruments, too. Yep. Joined and quit three different occasions. <laughs> three different instruments? Yep. Yep. Drums, bass, and guitar. Wow. What, so what is your primary instrument? Is it drums? A lot of people think that because I've played drums live the most, mm. but... I it's actually kind of like a split between guitar and drums mm-hmm. for different reasons. I like to sit down and just like play guitar and just like just riff out and just like come up with stuff mm-hmm. and I actually prefer to play drums live. It's just uh people pay attention to the drummer a lot more, so I, nope. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I I do. I I, I love watching drums uh, live. Drone, I guess. Metal, I don't know. In the metal show. I'm a big fan of it. So what did you start on, like, in the very beginning? What was the first instrument you played? First instrument I played was guitar when I was seven years old. Hmm. 
That was... Uh, I gotta pull out my big boy math. Um, so I'm... 32 now, so how how many years is that? Dude, you're asking the wrong guy. Uh, <laughs> Didn't you start when you were 7? Yeah. So 25 years. 98? 25, yes. That sounds uh, right. By the way, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. We had to cheers, right? Yeah. We said we'd cheers, so yeah, happy birthday. Happy oh, birthday. anybody, okay. anybody happy else? Birth- okay, fine. Happy birthday, Bill. <laughs> Belated, but... Belated, yes. We partied with Bill Close on enough. his birthday. We went to an escape room. We're not cool enough to party with Bill on his birthday yet, <laughs> but we'll get there. It, it We're going like, to get there. It wasn't like the Beavis and Butt had escape room, was it? No, I wish it was, dude. <laughs> we did not end up in a bathroom, unfortunately. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that episode was so good. Or like, or that one episode of Always Sunny where they all break off into rivalries and oh, they, yeah. <laughs> they made it ten times harder. <laughs> they solved one clue, dude. <laughs> well, that's what we tried to do with our escape room. <laughs> it kind of was like we're getting mad at each other. <laughs> the lady running it said something about it afterwards. <laughs> so, Bill, what? What originally got you into music? So, it's hmm, a good question. I think I was uh, seven years old and I was at my aunt and uncle's and I was sitting down and my uncle grabbed his acoustic guitar and he put it on my lap mm-hmm. and I started strumming it and you can only imagine how that sounded. And I, I think I had the biggest smile on my face and I realized at that moment that this is what I wanted to do. Oh, nice. So I really have to uh, thank my thank my uncle for that. So who got into music first, you, and then he followed, or I, um, I don't know. I think it was actually me. Um, I started playing piano when I was. Uh, oh, that's right, you I were was, young. Yeah, I was. I was seven, and since I got two and a half years on Bill, it was technically me first. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Bill kind of went like balls to the wall with the music, whereas I kind of branched out and. I don't know. Focused on a lot of other other things. Bill just ate, drank, and sleep music for his entire and, life. And shit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's way better than me. Oh, well, don't not, say that. Yeah, let's not do that. None of this negative talk, Joe. Oh, it's not negative. <laughs> it's just acknowledging that, you know, that you've uh you've you've come a long way and you're you're a very talented musician. And you've surpassed me a long, well, a long time ago. It's, it's not okay. Well, that's acceptable. Okay, <laughs> I would, I'd venture to say that Bill's surpassed most musicians in this scene. <laughs> I don't know too many people who play guitar, bass, vocals, and drums. So, <clears throat> kudos to you, my friend. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I figured something in there was like programmed. So I guess like the only thing that really was was there is a synth in the background. Not very often, but there is. Okay. Yeah, in the orchestra, I can't play violin, so. <laughs> or the cello, or viola. Let's or... get on that, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next stop. Is that MIDI doing that stuff? Yeah. 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 Nice. Aren't the drums also programmed? So, technically, yes. Technically, no. Oh, God. <laughs> So I have an electric drum set that's hooked up into my computer and it's running through Superior Drummer 3. Mm-hmm. So it's me playing, but it's not an actual like real drum sound. It's just, mm. yeah. I don't have any drum mics, so I can't drum up my, 
my drums, mic out my drums. So you're playing, it's just resampled with different sounds, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So you could play it. So that counts. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to actually uh, like... That counts, Joe. Uh, that counts. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. No, no it does. No, Jeez. I'm going to be devil's advocate. It does not count. It does. Okay. okay it does. <laughs> <laughs> I have no valid <laughs> argument against that. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you talked about getting into music what got you into metal hmm that's a good question uh i guess i don't know that's like such that was such a long time ago i think i think what it was my friend a long time ago probably i think he got me into as much as i don't like to admit it i, I think he got me into like lincoln park mm-hmm. which like i mean they're they're pretty heavy for the time. Mm. And, I can't hate on Lincoln Park. Huh? I can't hate on Lincoln Park. I, I think they're good still. Yeah. Say um. that into the mic, Joe. <laughs> I like Lincoln Park. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I think that was like the actual like first like band I ever like got into, and I don't know. I guess I kind of just like progressed from there because uh, I know. Um, Joe was really into Metallica at the time too. Mm. And Lincoln Park. And and Lincoln Park. Park. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I think just uh, after that, just started branching out into um, different bands and uh, different metal genres. Well, I'd like to actually add to that um, because uh, there were two two kind of sources of of like influence for us with like getting into to have your music. One uh, was actually our dad. um, Oh yeah. Because he had uh, a few Motorhead albums, and he would play those all the time on his record player. Mm. And, uh, you know, so that was, like, uh, our first taste of, like, heavy, fast music. And mm-hmm. then, like, we had a, a neighbor uh, across the street and down a couple houses who, um, for he, he was into, like, you know, the more... Uh, Mm. Are you talking about Bob? Yeah, more, like, new metal kind of yeah. stuff, you know, like the stuff that was being played on the radio. Linkin Park. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where we heard uh, Lincoln Park from. In fact, you know, like System of a Down, Corn, Disturbed, all that stuff. You know, Godsmack. Um, you know, God like smack. remember the Nerve? Yep, yep. That was like, I don't know. That was definitely a, a big one too. When we were little kids, we used to go out in the basement and uh, we play with Legos and we listened to the Nerve. So that's a weird combo. Oh, man, the Nerve. <laughs> Playing with Legos nerve? and listening to new metal. <laughs> Remember the nerve? Yeah, that oh, was popular man. like when we were in high school. Yeah, That's dude. yeah. I love the nerve. They play the same freaking songs every the day. same five uh, songs. Every, and yeah, one of them day. happened to be Lincoln Park. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> and Godsmack. Well, yeah, uh, he got what he wanted, didn't he? <laughs> Go away, stay away. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> so when did you and Joe decide to? You guys started playing music together early on right actually we we really didn't no? we no we uh actually we didn't start playing music until uh desecrator was a thing hmm. back in 2010 but before that we didn't really play much uh, together we had some experiments some experiments but like nothing like really concrete it was just it was mostly um me bill and um jamie who i'm pretty sure you guys have met jamie before yeah we have um who, he's the guitar player in Desecrator, mm-hmm. um, for those who don't know. One of them. One of them, yes. And uh, 
it was me, Bill, and Jamie, and we were just kind of like trying to uh, experiment with the with you know the three of us trying to figure out something that worked. Um, so there was like random like you know he tried doing this like kind of like symphonic Viking metal type thing for a while. He wrote a couple songs. Did you have a band name? <laughs> I think it was Arcane Cessation. Oh uh, yes, Whoa. yes. <laughs> we never never played a show. We never left the bedroom. It, everything stayed there. Yeah, Bill recorded like the songs on a loop station, and we played that through the amp. And then Bill would also play the drums, and then Jamie would do the vocals, and I was doing keyboard. Wait, is this recorded? It was. unfortunately no. It's uh, it's you guys it's are gone. lying. It's gone forever. It's lost <laughs> to time. We had it on a cassette tape, and then we gave it to someone because we we're trying to get like another guitar player in to like you know play the actual guitar parts instead of having to use a loop station. And uh, so we gave him like the tape so he could learn it. And he like next time we saw him, he's like, "Yeah, my 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 tape player ate every single cassette." I'm like, "What? You didn't stop at one? You had to go through all of them? <laughs> all of them? There were like fucking like there was like ten of them. Oh, he ate this one. So, Let me try this one. <laughs> oh, this one's destroyed. Now let's go on to the next one. All oh, so like destroyed. obviously we didn't fucking believe him, but it's not like whatever. So. I mean, what are you gonna do, right? That sucks, though. Yeah, there was some funny shit on those days. I'd pay money to hear that. Not just that, but there was like a bunch of like crazy conversations that we had oh, yeah. during all that time, too, and gone forever. So it was almost like a early version of a podcast. Yeah, actually. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So you guys were very forward-thinking. Um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there was much thinking. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are pretty close. Have you always been close? Yeah. Yeah. Is it just the two of you? We've got a, a third brother. He's uh, uh, 14 years older than me. Hmm. Um, oh, wow. His name's Chris. We're close with him, too, but... Um, Does he like metal? Yeah. <clears throat> He's not, like, so much into music like me and Joe are, but he does like it. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely, I would say, like, kind of got us into it, too. There were a couple of bands that, that he liked that, you know, we, we we stole his CDs when we came to the age of liking that kind of stuff, and then we lost his CDs, so. So he must have been more, like, was he, like, Metallica, Guns N' Roses? Yeah, kind of the more popular, like, radio, metal, hard rock kind of bands, you know. I think Chris was the one that uh, introduced us to Rammstein, too. Yeah. And Coal Chamber. Oh, yeah, and Coal Chamber. That's oh, another one. Oh, man. <laughs> For Loco. Yeah. No, Me Loco? How's that song go? I have just no lo- idea. Just Loco. <laughs> it's just Loco. For Loco. Loco. <laughs> For Loco. <laughs> For Loco. <laughs> 20 years before they were invented. <laughs> so... Can you tell us what inspired the infinite unknown? I guess I don't know. I guess I was trying to uh, just think of something to try to like have like a theme because like the the first EP there really wasn't a theme because there wasn't any lyrics. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really have to think too much about that one. But mm-hmm. this one, I I tried to actually like think of something, and I don't know. I like. I'm kind of like into like abstract things, so I was trying to think of something that's just doesn't really make any sense and just like is just totally out there. So I just came up with that. I don't, I don't know, a pretty lame answer, but no, 
That's not lame. No. So you mentioned a theme. What's what's the theme? Yeah, did the songs tie together? Yeah. The the songs they're they're all pretty much dark and negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, classic. I'm not into positivity. <laughs> so I guess that's kind of a theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess the, the the lyrics are pretty much based off of like uh, darkness, insanity, fear, hatred. All really fun stuff. All the all the stuff of the dark side. Mm-hmm. Of Very original topics as far as metal goes. Yeah. Yeah. Very original. <laughs> so, is this your first time doing vocals? Yes. Yes. Um, I practiced vocals every single day for four months until I decided to start recording. And when I was recording the the first song, I thought like, "There's no way this is gonna sound good." It's only been four months, and after I was done recording, I listened to back. I was actually really surprised. And so then I just continued to do the rest of the album, and then yeah, I was actually like really surprised. I really thought it was gonna be a train wreck. Well, they yeah. sound great. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I was pretty fucking blown away the first time I heard them, dude. I didn't think you had it in them. Bill's such a quiet man usually. <laughs> yeah. So I've tried a few times in the past, but it just sounded terrible. Yeah, I remember like before you really <laughs> yeah. tried to <laughs> before you really tried to put like you know some time into like learning them. Um, you know, I because I've been doing vocals for a long time, so I would try to get you to do them. You just let out like a little squeak. <laughs> and uh they've come a long way they do really sound awesome so did you have fun doing it oh yeah yeah i mean like once i finally like figured it out and it was actually like starting to like sound good and not hurt that's the most important part i don't want to blow my vocal cords out <laughs> then yeah it was actually a lot of fun to do it yeah it was a nice uh nice new skill that i taught myself how to do well no i guess not so much taught myself i had Joe like tried to show me some things. I had a couple other friends, but didn't actually like try up until like I was like was like trying to get serious about it. Yeah. Were you super self conscious at first? Oh yeah, very, yeah. very. I would imagine so. When I was uh trying to practice vocals, I was literally in my office at work just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't hear you in your office. Well, no, because I also have an AC in there, so nobody can hear me. So that's what, that's what you think. Yeah, so. that's what you think. So, uh, yeah, walking I, down the hall, you just hear. Bleh, bleh. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just standing in there doing my job, going. <laughs> Somebody walks by, like, oh, Bill must have COVID today. <laughs> I mean, if they heard me, then eh, whatever. I mean. Nobody talks to me there, so it's fine. What do you What do you do for work? I need to complete this picture in my head. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not the kind of office you think. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I wipe computer hard drives mm. with wet wipes. <laughs> <laughs> while screaming. Yeah, while screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a good enough picture for yeah, you? That's great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> who did who did the logo and artwork for well, I guess for, for the latest and for Strife? I came up with a logo on uh, Microsoft Paint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very classy. Uh all the album artwork. So I don't have a very good imagination when it comes to artwork. 
So I literally just go online and I just look for pre-made artwork and mm -hmm. I just scroll through everything until I find something that looks cool. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. What do you think of the AI artwork stuff? Some of it's really cool. Mm -hmm. Some of it's kind of garbage. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, some of the AI artwork I've seen, it's almost too perfect. It's almost like too clean. I like yeah. my artwork to be like a little disgusting. Mm -hmm. It's only going to get better. You know that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, but that's I, the scary thing about it. <clears throat> yep. Agreed. Yeah, I would like to do more AI artwork in the future, but for like right now it, it's it's good, but it's it's yeah, I don't know, it's a little too clean for my liking. I know. For, I, don't, from I don't like it. I don't think I would ever use it for Same. anything. I, re I refuse. A lot of what I see it, it just it looks too like random and like unfinished kind of. Like there's just like generic. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't have any like like there's no like focal point. Yeah. And it just kind of like sometimes like shapes just sort of like fit together weird. I don't know. I'm sure it'll get better. It will. That's what it's there for. You guys keep your glasses really clean. Yeah. I cleaned it before I showed up. Oh, wet wipes. <laughs> <laughs> he used to specialize hard drive wipes he's got. <laughs> so do you do you like writing lyrics? No. No. <laughs> Is it I, uncomfortable for you? It is a little bit because like I'm not like great with words. So it literally it takes me a really long time to come up with lyrics because I don't have too many ideas, but like mm. I really wanted to actually like put lyrics in it cuz like with the the last with the first album I put out I kept on getting the same feedback by like people telling me that like musically it's good, but nobody really cares about instrumentals, especially when it comes to like that kind of style. And it, I don't know. I felt like I could have. Uh, I felt like I could have actually went somewhere a little bit farther if I actually had um, vocals in it. So I decided to just actually like give it a shot, but. I hate writing lyrics so much. Decided it's, to just be good at something else. Yeah. <laughs> Darn. Yeah. Oh, jerk. yeah. Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. I'm good at writing thinking, lyrics too. Are you thinking about maybe going back to the first one and adding lyrics eventually? I thought about it, but I don't know if I'm not sure. That'd Is be it because cool. it's already out now you don't want to? I might do cool. I might pull a couple of songs off of it and put some lyrics in it, but I don't think I'm gonna do the full thing. Okay. But it was an idea I was having. All right. That is kind of cool though. Mm. Yeah. Like chapter two. Yeah. What do you, so since you don't like writing lyrics, which I can totally relate to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, Same. you guys are both quiet. Um, what do you think of using like AI for lyrical help? Ooh. I actually was thinking about doing that. Uh, a friend of mine uh, showed me this app. Mm -hmm. And I was, so I'm in the middle of uh, writing a a single right now hopefully i'll have it done at some point this year but i was thinking about doing ai lyrics and i was putting in a couple of prompts and seeing just seeing where it where it, uh what came out and i was uh, saving some of the uh, the lines that i thought were, would be pretty good and eventually when everything is done i'll try to like piece everything together to see if i can come up with some something cool mm -hmm. so yeah i actually have uh, thought about doing that because i really don't like writing lyrics yeah. <laughs> I think I might try to do something like that too for Desecrator. Yeah, I mean, what some AI stuff? Yeah, I can't write lyrics. <laughs> yes, you can. No, <laughs> no. Joe's not a fan of writing lyrics. No. Well, just because you're not a fan of doing it doesn't mean you can't. Do we that. are dumb. 
I'm trying to figure out lyrics for fucking Desecrator, and I'm even kind of having a hard time. I think you know what the hard time, the hardest thing for Desecrator is trying to think of uh, different vocal patterns for three different people. <laughs> That's the yeah. hardest thing I think. Oh, did did we tell you guys that Jason's jamming with us? In we talked no? about it when you guys were on last. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bad memory, you know. <laughs> That's that. I think you were kind of in the very beginning. Like I don't know if it I'm even happened much, yet. I'm pretty much the vocalist. Yeah, how's oh, it going? A, a vocalist in the band, not the vocalist. It's going fine. We're He's, me and Joe are really nailing vocal patterns down at this point. So. Nice. At this point, it's pretty much just we're, we're splitting it half and half. And Jamie is probably just going to do some like backing vocals here and there, but it's going to be mostly me and Jay doing it. Seems like it. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> it's hard to play guitar and do vocals at the same. Well, time. especially the stuff Jamie's doing. Yeah, Desecrator riffs are not easy. So, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think it's going well. Mm-hmm. Mm, very cool. We hope you guys play out sometime. Yeah, <laughs> we do too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <That'd be> cool. <laughs> we got a long road ahead of us, man. <laughs> so, Bill, what? You seem to be um, a genius. A genius. <laughs> I, 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 I agree with that. When when you said that your uncle put the acoustic guitar in your lap at seven, I feel like you picked it up and were like LD Miola with it, like instantly. <laughs> <laughs> with his little seven year old fingers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it didn't sound like it to me. <laughs> I mean, if that's what all oh, uh, open modest sound too, like. huh? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> savant and modest. All right. The first so, thing Bill ever attempted to play was uh, the song "Wild Thing," hmm. and uh, he didn't do any chords. He just strummed the open strings. And so that, he was just doing a rhythm. That was that was his first attempt at music ever. <laughs> I think that was when he was seven years old. It was like only a couple of weeks after having you know his own guitar. Hmm. He figured out how to play the chords eventually, and then he just, you know, went on to do other things. But can you start it's a separate side project called Modest Savant? <laughs> <laughs> that has to be instrumental. It's got though. such a ring to it. <laughs> uh, another project. <laughs> God, I'm not gonna have time to sleep. <laughs> it's overrated. Yeah, I guess I'll sleep when I'm dead. Yeah, exactly. You will. <laughs> You're young. Stop. So you seem like you're constantly producing something. How do you stay motivated and, and inspired? I guess it's because I, <clears throat> I guess I've been doing it for such a long time. It just feels weird to not be productive about mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Like anytime I sit down in my studio room and I'm playing guitar, I always have to write something before I walk out for the night. Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess it's just something I just have drilled into my mind. Like I have to write something. And I guess that, uh, that's, uh, kind of what motivates me. Mm -hmm. That's cool. It's obviously paying off. <laughs> I'm going to have to start adapting your ways, man. Mm -hmm. I should go down in my basement and write a guitar riff every day. Yeah, do it. I really should do that. Thanks, Bill. It could take you 10 minutes for to five me. hours. I don't care. <laughs> what do I got going on? <laughs> so do you record everything yourself? Yep. Nice. 
Yeah, I have to uh, shout out to Nick Allen. I really have to thank him for that because without him, I would have not been able to do any of this. Mm -hmm. He's the uh, main reason why I got into audio recording. Mm -hmm. So I really have to thank him for that. Go, Nick. Go, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you use for like a DAW? Logic. Logic. Nice. I've never used Logic, but I know people are big fans of it it's it's okay it's got some glitches that they're very annoying but for overall i mean that's that's literally what uh i got taught on so mm-hmm. i just uh just kept on going from there i tried using other daws but yeah i don't know it's uh every every daw is slightly different yeah. than the other and i just like don't really feel like learning something new because it'll take a while mm-hmm. so i'll just stick with something i know mm-hmm what do you think of, um, not to get too sidetracked with us, but what do you think of like AI entering the plugin realm for like AI mastering or mixing? Honestly, I used AI for mastering the, the recent album. Oh, well, it sounds oh, great. Shit, really? God. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not very good at mastering. It sounds awesome. I think yeah, you just figured great. out what your secret is, Bill. So it, it was AI, but I was able to tweak some things mm-hmm. at the end. It's just like I if I have something that can get me started, yeah, and then I could just tweak it at yeah. the end, then it saves you a ton of time, right? Oh yeah, so much time. What so was it like isotope or Yeah, it was isotope. Yeah, nice. Yep. Nice. Oh, yeah. We're nerding out over yeah. here. I I'm really impressed <laughs> with that stuff. I have a question. Are you an AI? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Answer not actually that, here. Answer that. I'm not actually here. I'm just a hologram. Yeah, he's like fading in and out. He's about to disappear. <laughs> it's like that back to the future, dude. <laughs> he's fading out of all the photographs. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite song on this release? Yes, the the one we listened to. Mm. That one's uh, definitely my favorite. Any particular reason? Yeah, the the ending, the the very symphonic black metal part, mm-hmm. which was uh, very influenced by uh, what's that demo album? I can never remember. I was about to say it sounds very much it like does. a Demir Begir, uh, almost like spiritual black dimensions yeah. kind of feel to it, and it, the rest of the song, dude. Reminded me, uh, like the acoustic parts kind of remind me of um, Diabolical Masquerade. Mm. Do you see your own oh, okay. with that? I, yeah, that's not what I was thinking, but okay. I see and then you, the rest of it kind of like, especially your vocals, dude, very Edge of Sanity, Crimson Era kind nice. of shit. Okay. The whole song is awesome. It's yeah. like a 90s Swedish Norwegian vibe, dude. Yeah. It's dope. That's, that's all like yeah. stuff that we were playing a lot when we were getting into metal. That was like some of our favorite stuff. Yeah. Love it. Nice. It sounds great. Thank you. Yeah, we can't wait to hear the rest of it. I know you played me the album. Even though it's I already out. We were just <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. July 7th, you said, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, you did play it for us, right? Yeah, but joke. yeah, but we were all drunk. I was so about to say, we were remembers super any of it. drunk, right? Yeah, every single time. So I remember remembers. being blown away by it. Does that count for something? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I guess you kind of know what to expect, but also you don't. No, it'll be like a whole new... Dude, that sounded like brand new to me, dude. And I know you played it for me before. Uh, At least on five separate occasions. (laughs) (laughs) Not with headphones, though. Oh, okay. The headphones. It's different. Yeah. It's different. So what, what would you say would be different about how you approach writing music for Obscure Form or Crushing Force compared to like Dust Crater? Hmm. I guess, I guess with uh, the difference between well this and Desecrator is we're actually collaborating in Desecrator, mm-hmm. so it's not just me writing everything. Mm-hmm. With uh, with Crushing Force, I guess it was um, they're like they're they're two different styles. So this one, it's more like progressive jazz fusion and crushing force is more like melodic thrash metal yeah i was into um i was really into different bands when i was doing crushing force opposed to now mm-hmm. i was into more like thrash bands when i was uh, writing the crushing force stuff specifically revocation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then uh i started to uh fizzle out of thrash metal because it was just getting kind of boring mm-hmm and then I started uh, really getting into uh, Prague and Jazz Fusion, which is what influenced a lot of the obscure form stuff. And then Desecrator is just literally all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> is, there, is there any bands that you could cite as being inspirational for obscure form? So there's... Yeah, there, there's, there's definitely a few. There's... Um, I would say a lot of bands that probably no one's ever heard of. Uh, there's Sickening Horror, Lost Soul, oh, fucking sickening horror. Uh, Acker Coke, or mm. Acker Kake, however the hell. I don't know how to say that either. <laughs> <laughs> They're British vampire guys. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I guess some more popular bands that people have heard of, like uh, Rivers of Nile, Morbid Angel. Mm-hmm. Metallica. Not Metallica. <laughs> cynic? I feel like I heard a little bit of Cynic in there, a tiny bit. Yeah, there's there's definitely some Cynic in there, especially the, the first album. I don't really yeah. care for the rest of the stuff. jazz fusion mm-hmm. stuff reminds me a lot of Cynic. Mm-hmm. But no robot vocals. Yeah, no robot vocals. I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> cynic doesn't even do robot vocals anymore. They don't? All their newer stuff is, well, they still use a vocoder, but it's very dialed back now. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, not exactly the same. It's a good album. They're like, let's ruin this with robot vocals. <laughs> <laughs> I love the robot vocals, personally. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, think if, I mean, I don't know. It's just so weird. It is weird, yeah. yeah. I got a question. So, <clears throat> just seeing how you guys work in Desecrator... Is that how, like do you guys do you do everything and go uh, guitar pro as well for your your solo stuff? No, no guitar pro. Okay, because in Desecrator they pretty much collab, but they write everything out in guitar pro and mm-hmm. then they learn it. Okay, at least that's how I've, that's what I've witnessed so far. I don't know. <clears throat> so you write it before you've actually played it, and then you learn what you wrote in guitar pro. Whoa! Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, yeah. They're working on a new song, and they've realized that the tempo is way too fast for any of them to handle. <laughs> <laughs> I had to slow it down a little bit. I used to use Guitar Pro, and then it just it to me it was really slowing down the process because, mm-hmm. like, if I remember how to play it, why should I write it down? Yeah, I can just literally record it into my computer and just remember how to play it. I think we That's- just like. 
we started using Guitar Pro way back in the day when we first started Desecrator, which I think was like 2009, 2010. And, uh, you know, none of us had like the ability to actually record what we came up with. Mm -hmm. So the next best thing was to use Guitar Pro because then at least you'd have like, you know, like a visual repre representation of the songs and like you could hear, albeit in like an 8-bit sound, but yep. like, you know, you could actually hear it and it like helped us kind of you know, figure out, like, what needed to be changed and stuff like that. Whereas, like, I don't know. It's it's definitely different with uh, a lot of other bands. Yeah. Like, everyone's got their their shtick, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, Can we take a break and listen to a song off of Strife? Yeah. That's all right. And then we can ask you about it when we come back. Yes. Cool. So we, we'd like to listen to Atrocity, if that's all right with you. Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. Bell. That was atrocity from the strife release, correct? Yes. <laughs> Another awesome song. Um, are you gonna tell me to fuck off, Jay? Again? No. <laughs> no, I I do have some questions, but I'm gonna let Ken go ahead and do his thing. Um, I have questions about like the guitar and bass sounds. Do you do you mic amps or do you use Sims? I use Sims. Nice. I like that bass sound a lot. Yeah, yeah I do. The bass cuts. Yeah, through. yeah. Ooh. What do you? Can I ask what you use for the guitar and bass? 
The guitar and bass, I'm using Neural DSP. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the I think the guitars I'm using the Gojira plugin and okay. the bass I'm using. I'm actually using a bunch of different things, mm-hmm. but I think it's mainly Parallax from Neural DSP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're coming out with some really good um, tone uh, tone plugins right now. So yeah, I I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. I remember when like the the amp simps first kind of came out years ago. They were f- so bad. Oh, they were terrible. <laughs> and now they're fucking amazing. Yeah, like it's almost like you don't even need like an actual physical amp yeah. anymore. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I love it. Some people don't use amps anymore. Hey, yeah, they don't. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm getting so sick of carrying my equipment around all over the place. I don't want to use an amp anymore. <laughs> Shit's fucking backbreaking, dude. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> Hopefully, in the near future, I am planning on to use an actual physical amp. I, ha- I bought this. Uh, I bought this guitar head and this thing called a cab clone, which it uh, replicates a guitar amp. Hmm. So it sounds pretty Is much like the same. One? Yeah. yeah. So it sounds just like a real amp, but it's not actually like a real amp. It's just a clone. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah you've showed it to me, dude. It's fucking pretty yeah it sounds like the real thing and you don't have to lug around your your giant cab anymore tiny literally just gotta set it up and then just hand the hand the uh the cable to the sound guy and just plugs it into the pa and that's it nice that's pretty amazing what's the brand mesa mesa i should get one of those nice yeah, they're super cheap, right? Yeah, they're not. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah, they're only like three grand. Well, the, the one that I bought was a little bit expensive because it was Mesa, but they make cheaper ones. I mean, you don't. I, I literally bought it for the the brand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Mesa is pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, can't go wrong there. I have a question about your uh, clean tone, actually, okay. and I've always wanted to ask you this. Um, your clean tone is very unique. Um, and I'm wondering like what, like where you get your influence for like that kind of a clean tone. Cause it's just, it's not like, um, it doesn't really like sound like, you know, anything else that anyone else tries to do. You've got, you know, a lot of like effects and stuff like that. It's got kind of like this almost eighties, eighties feel to it. So what, what influences that clean tone? A lot of that is influenced by, you probably already know, John Petrucci. Mm. Mm. So I use the, one of the other plugins that I use from Neural DSP is John Petrucci's plugin. Mm. And his clean tone, he's got like probably like the best clean tone I've ever heard. And I'm also using one of his guitars, which his guitars, they have a, a piezo switch, which is an acoustic guitar emulator. And so I use that a lot for the clean tones. I don't know. It just like gives it like more of like a a defined like shimmering kind of sound. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's really hard to explain, but it, it sounds incredible. And I haven't like tried even like changing it because it sounds so good. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like the thing that I've noticed. That's always been consistent with your stuff. Is that 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 clean tone stays the same while you do try different distortion tones and stuff like that. Yeah. Over time. So always wanted to ask you about that. It's cool. Jay, you had questions. Yeah, so um, my question is, is uh, you're totally self-taught on guitar, right? 
but you can pull all these solos and shit out of your ass. Well, he's not like, self-taught. No? Oh, you're not self-taught. Not 100%. Oh. I did take guitar lessons oh. a couple of times. A couple of times. You took guitar lessons for fucking years, dude. Honestly, he didn't really teach me much that I already knew. Mm-hmm. I already didn't know. Right. Okay. <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't remember it that being that way. I was a teenager, and I was getting into... I was getting into women, so he was pretty much like trying to like teach me some things. When wait a minute, wait, 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 you were getting into women. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I was going through puberty. How? <laughs> Hold what on a second. What is the crossroad here? here, though? This is your guitar wait, teacher you introducing right. about. And what, so he was like, introducing you to women? No, he was like counseling me, kind of like, like thing. coach. Uh, oh, so was he grooming <laughs> you? I don't understand. Oh my god. <laughs> so is there a church involved? <laughs> Oh, this came out so wrong. <laughs> so your guitar teacher, mom was paying mom was paying this guy to teach you how to pick up Sex. chicks. <laughs> to be a Casanova, dude. So awesome. He was teaching me some things, but like I would ask him questions about, you know, you know, non guitar related <laughs> things and he was trying to like stuff that you should ask your your dad about. <laughs> or your brother. I didn't fucking know. <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't going to ask Joe. I was still in, in the process of being bullied in high school. so <laughs> I feel that. I had no knowledge to, <laughs> to give Phil. I guess what I was just trying to say is he taught me some things, and then he taught me some things that weren't like guitar related. Like what? Oh, me? <laughs> you talking to me? No. <laughs> what? Sorry. I was talking to Nick. <laughs> we're trying to figure out what <laughs> what his guitar teacher taught him besides oh, right. guitar Jeez. I don't know he he was just uh, teaching me how to pick up women what do you mean <laughs> what was like his best pick up stuff like that? Oh, I, oh I have no idea that was such a long time ago <laughs> I what was no- that show that used to be uh, do you know what I'm talking about what <sighs> where do you use terms like peacocking and shit like that I don't know. What? What's peacocking? The player or something like that? It was this show about this guy who would like go around and pick up chicks and he had like this whole like regimen to it. Like he figured it out apparently. So he was a big dater. It was like a reality show. I don't know. This is so not important. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what's yeah. really important is that you paid a guitar teacher to teach you how to pick up chicks. I know Bill didn't pay the guitar teacher. My mother oh. paid the guitar teacher. Hi, wow. Mom. <laughs> she definitely doesn't listen to this podcast. I don't think she even knows how to hear a podcast. <laughs> I don't think she knows what one What's is. What's her name? I'll send it to her. <laughs> She'd be like, I paid that Johnny guy all that money just so you could talk to women. <laughs> Well, did it work? No. No. <laughs> no. No, I was a lost cause. Oh, for real, though. Uh, your guitar style, dude, it's very pristine, is one way I'd put it. Your solos and everything? Clean. Fucking so. crazy, mm-hmm. dude. I think you and maybe Brian Mason are probably some of the best guitar players in mm-hmm. Rochester, man. Oh, thank you. I am dead serious. Like, I can't. I couldn't pull that shit off, dude. I guess being locked in the closet for years, for hours. Yeah, it paid it definitely off. Definitely paid off. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm super impressed. I mean, so, but you're saying that a lot of those solos and everything 
all that stuff like you've learned on your own. Yeah, I'm just dicking around. And like you've also like some of the songs you've covered, like the Resident Evil song and stuff, you learned all that by ear, right? For the most part? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. What what did we call what, what was it? Phrase we had earlier? Modest savant. Modest <laughs> savant. <laughs> yes, sir. <clears throat> Do you use YouTube a lot for like instruction and stuff or did you when you were learning? Yeah, I'm a, if I was like trying to like look for something, I'll pull up YouTube or just like do like a Google search or like something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I might still every once in a while, but yeah, yeah, YouTube's a good tool. Mm-hmm. Who who were some of your like when you were learning guitar influences? Oh, uh, there's uh, there, there's definitely a lot. Uh, most uh, most importantly, uh, John Petrucci. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, Chuck Schuldiner. I don't. I think mm-hmm. that's how you pronounce his last yeah, name. That's how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Davidson from Revocation. Mm-hmm. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the solo artist Pliny, who's a uh, prog jazz fusion guitar player. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Tosin Abasi from Animals as Leaders. Even though I cannot play anything he does, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, you could. You could. That guy's crazy. You no, would figure no, it out. there's, there's no way. Yeah. My thumbs don't go far back as his. <laughs> Can I bring up something real quick about uh, Steve Ravon? Okay. Because uh, John uh, Malone actually brought this up, and I agreed with him. Steve Ravon's a great guitar player, but he's a horrible songwriter. There's not a Stevie Ray <laughs> Vaughn song I can name. Like I don't care. Like it's horrible. All this stuff's horrible. It's not good. It's just my opinion. Okay. <laughs> I disagree. I don't agree. I don't like it. He's great. He's I, I amazing. Also, don't I get me I also wrong. tend to never agree with anything that John says. Yeah, I know. Well, I agreed with him <laughs> on that one. And look where it's gotten me. You're all just shunning me. But now. everyone's got their own opinions. Yep. Okay. Well, that was mine. That was it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, will Obscure Form or, or Crushing Force ever perform live? Crushing Force, probably not. I don't know if I'm going to do anything with that. Mm. Obscure Form, I, people have asked me mm. if if that'll ever be live or or whatnot. Um, I don't 100% know. Mm-hmm. It would be nice, but those songs are so hard to play. How would you do that? Would you do like what Putrid Pile kind of does? Just have no. a drum track? No. Oh, my God. No, no. I would be so fucking nervous. <laughs> Yeah, no. So what, you would take drums and have other people write or play the rest of this stuff? Or? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to be the only one on stage. I will be <laughs> so scared. <laughs> yeah, you're right, man. That would be a tough... Yeah, that'd be a lot of pressure. Act to fill out. Yeah. Yeah, could, all man. eyes on me. I'm sure no. you could get you could get some people together to play that stuff live. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I I probably could. But also the... Fucking other- Brian Mason. Yeah, Brian could definitely handle all the solos in that. I don't want to put him on the spot. No, we're putting him on the spot. You hear that, Brian? <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> You're playing next week. <laughs> and, yeah, it's it's definitely a thought. I guess like the only problem is that like I don't actually practice any of the songs because once like I write everything, I record them, I never You're play done them with them. Yeah, because like I I don't have to play them ever again. I don't have to play live, so I don't ever have to practice them and. Some of those songs are really hard. Well, mm. dude, didn't don't play uh, <laughs> that's like almost most of them. Didn't you like? <laughs> didn't something happen where you had to pretty much re-record all this too? Oh mm. uh, yeah, we should bring that up. It's a painful subject, but it's good. It's good material. 
I mean, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I know I mean, it sucked for you, but it's really entertaining. Yeah, it's it's good stuff to listen to. I mean, it, that that was in the past, so I'm like, I'm over it now. But it was also kind of my stupidity too. So when I was recording the Strife EP, I was pretty much done recording it, and I was about ready to have it released, and my computer crashed. And you know, most people they like to back up their work to like an external hard drive. I did not do oh, that. Oh no! I lost everything. Oh, I was so mad. You were. <laughs> Bill, yeah. Billy was a very upset man for a couple months there. I so I had to remember how everything went and re-record everything, which I'm actually. <sighs> kind of glad it happened because the second time around it came out a lot better because mm. I learned some new stuff and I rewrote a couple of things so it's almost kind of like a blessing and a curse but man that sucked I, I wish that didn't happen yeah I, no, I couldn't imagine let's just say I back up my stuff every single time I'm done playing guitar yeah. <laughs> I don't want that to happen again that's life man learning from your experiences yep <laughs> yep <clears throat> Did you use Logic for Strife too? Yes. Yeah. <coughs> Have you always used Logic? Yep. I think I've used Reaper maybe a couple of times when we were uh, doing band rehearsals back at the barn for Desecrator, but I didn't really dabble too much into that. What about Audacity? Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, the free software Audacity? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I Which is great for free software, by the way. <laughs> it is. If you just want to record, like, some voices or something, it's great. Oh, yeah, but, like, recording, like, an album? No, 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 no. no, no I'm not needing that, but it's a great tool for audio recording if you're dumb poor, yeah. I would say, so. Yeah. Do you, have, do you have an iPad? I do not. No. I think um I think iMac. No, I think Logic just put out a version of Oh, uh, really for iPad? For uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that's sick. like very recently. A few weeks ago, I think. I think I yeah, I think I heard about that. No shit. It's kind of I don't cool. know I don't know if that's yeah. going to make me get an iPad, but I mean that is, that is really cool. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Are you guys Mac users? Apple users? Um our phones are, and we have an iPad, and mm. I have a Mac over there. All right. See, I only use Mac for, like, graphical stuff. Mm. Mm. Like, all the stuff I'm doing, I'm doing a layout for Gutted Live right now, so I'm doing everything on uh, Photoshop and the Mac. Mm -hmm. I just like how the interface interacts with the OS. I think it interacts way better. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's weird. A lot of nerd stuff on this. Yeah, yeah we can cut some of this. <laughs> uh, Why? I don't know. I'm enjoying it, but yeah. apparently some people are complaining. So I have no fucking idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> it's like well, Logic is an Apple-based software, right? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Cool. Well, I'm done nerding out. I'm sorry. I'm sure there'll be more. <laughs> so do you solicit feedback when you do solo projects? Or do you just like do it all yourself and put it out there? Yeah, I just do it all myself and just yeah, put it out there, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Pretty I don't think cool. I've ever heard Bill. You've never been like, oh, check this out. What do you think? Like, you're just pretty much here. You go, take it or leave it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I might ask Joe like, what does he think? Because he's there, right? Yeah, I've but, had some input on things before. But other than that, I really don't 
ask anybody about it. He never credits me either. <laughs> Not even on Crushing Force, even though it's your fucking vocals. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if he. I, don't, I have no idea. I don't, I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> Crushing Force is Bill Tash. Pay no attention to the guy that's doing the vocals. <laughs> I mean, we even did a music video and it showed Joe doing vocals, but I, I don't know. Yes. Into a plunger. You guys have seen that video, haven't you? <laughs> I have. I just saw it Oh, recently. it's so good. Oh, I don't know if I've seen it. Oh, yeah. it's such a good video. We'll watch it later. Oh, it's so <laughs> stupid. Dude, so you didn't you like smack a whole bowl of cereal across the table? Raviolis. Yeah, it was raviolis. raviolis. And you literally did that in real life and just dirtied up his whole house. So I... <laughs> for the love of art. I put a sheet on the wall that I was smacking it into, so <laughs> that did nothing. It went everywhere. It was on the ceiling. Yeah. I was still finding sauce in like the corners of that room like a couple years later. <laughs> that shit stains too. Yeah, well I tried. <laughs> oh my lord. Alright, so I have a bit of a personal question. Okay. So and I'm only bringing this up because you mentioned it on social media. So you had a bit of a bout with depression and you like escaped from social media for a while, right? Yeah. When you're in that mindset, how, like, what does the creative process look like? Are you like completely shut down? Do you feel more creative? Hmm. I definitely noticed that I wasn't writing as much. Because, like, the stuff that I really love doing, it just doesn't really interest me anymore. Mm. And I start doing other things that I don't normally do. Like, I would I would go for walks a lot. That's uh, kind of what I would like to do whenever I'm, like, feeling that kind of, yeah. that kind of way. I guess the only thing that uh, depression benefited me was writing lyrics. Because the, the uh, lyrics are kind of dark definitely gave you inspiration for them yeah so i guess like it helped out in some ways but like the whole like actual like musical part of it it really wasn't helping which i guess was actually kind of good because i was done re recording everything before that happened oh okay so i guess that didn't really hinder me that much but yes uh depression definitely <coughs> it definitely uh influenced my creative aspect of everything yeah i would say that doesn't it apply to like most of us as musicians well i mean yeah but well i i think it affects everyone differently to some extent i know some people who like they i don't know they like really take like uh the, the negative feelings and use them as like inspiration for yeah them. they go like heads down and just fucking write right yeah, yeah. oh yeah you know, i'm like yeah I, I mean i can say personally like it kind of like uh Hinders my like creativity as far mm -hmm. as like writing riffs goes. Same. I suck at lyrics, so that doesn't change anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it. You know, everyone's a little bit different as far as that goes, and you know, no, everyone, everyone right. feels like shit sometimes. Absolutely. Right? Now, when I'm in like in a like a depression hole, it's just self-destruction most of the time same <laughs> that's how i am drinking and smoking and watching tv yep, and wondering lots why of drinking. yeah lots of drinking yeah the curtains are drawn yes <laughs> constantly all the lights are lights off. are off yeah. 
No, um, it's good to channel all that into like a something creative, though. Try, yeah. Yeah, try to at least. Mm-hmm. You're pretty even keel, this guy over here. Yeah. You stay pretty creative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With his arms crossed. <laughs> I'm thinking about like in the past if uh I don't know. I think we've everyone here has suffered from depression at some point. Um oh, but, yeah. yeah, sure. But um I feel like when I was younger I was better at being creative during that time, but now uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, not, I think I've replaced a lot of my creativity in those times with weed and alcohol. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not something to be proud of. I'm yeah. not different I'm not, coping uh, mechanisms. When yes, you get mm-hmm. that's yeah, coping mechanism exactly. Because I was the same way. I I used to draw all the fucking time, and mm-hmm. then uh, I don't know. As I got older, man, I just maybe it was like part just seeing everybody else I could draw and like how much better it was. I think it is than not what I can do. And mm. I would just stop stop doing that but if i'm really in a good mood i usually draw it's weird yeah (laughs) i don't know how that works yeah yeah i you know i think i'm just thinking now about this um i think when when i was creative during depressed times when i was younger it was because i'm old it was like pre social media times so there was less distractions. It was like yeah. that too, dude. That I 100% agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. I think the internet ruined a lot God, of stuff. Yes. Oh internet. yeah, it has. <laughs> <laughs> it's made it's made things so different. Being in a band is such a fucking weird thing with the internet around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, life is weird. Yeah. <laughs> but I just thought it was weird is that like now like a, a band liter- basically doesn't make money off of the fucking the music. The music doesn't. You don't make money off it anymore. You have to make money off of selling merch and fucking mm-hmm. yeah, and off stuff. of a brand basically. You got to yeah, brand your band. It's just it's weird. the only way you'll make money. You know? It's crazy. Like the the Death Angel. Like I wanted a hoodie. I paid seventy bucks for a hoodie, but it's oh, that's the only way they make their money yeah, though. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, you got to. And if I'm a fan, do. like yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Hey, you so know? I got a I got a question for you guys. How do you guys feel about venue fees? Don't with bands. no, you don't want to know my because <laughs> <laughs> I think it's bullshit. Honestly, like them charging or taking it, a cut I of guess. your merch. I think that's no bullshit. way. That's no. bullshit. Now the justification no behind that is well, it's their establishment, and you're selling goods and services under establishment. Yeah, and you're bringing, mm. you're drawing a crowd that are buying alcohol, yeah. and if they serve food, they're buying food. See, I totally agree with you on that. But See, that would be their argument. They're like they're seeing like the bands that are putting out, quite frankly a lot of fucking work mm-hmm. into writing the music and mm-hmm. getting merch made and like you know like hoofing their shit around and they're like oh wow those guys are making pretty good money with this this merch it's like oh yeah we want a little but bit they're of that not. too it's bullshit I know it's but like we we made like what like maybe a hundred bucks off of merch last night like yeah and they didn't pay to get your merch made. Exactly. Yeah, no, there was that exactly. Too. Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing. I, that's that's a huge hidden cost for mm-hmm. bands, dude. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Especially man, if you're going on a tour, dude. If like venues start doing that shit, fucking boycott that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I refuse would. to play there. Fuck refuse that. to play. Refuse to go. Yeah. I fuck that. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. That's I robbery. I, I feel like for some bands though, like it's not really their call, especially if they're like on a bigger label. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. sure. I mean, yeah. When you're if you're like on I. 
and I don't know if this is a thing, but like Metal Blade or something like that. And they're like, well, you guys are going to be playing here and here and here. I mean, yeah, but contracts are done too bad. Yeah, but thing. that doesn't hit them as hard as it would like Got It Alive or sure. Desecrator. Right. Or, you know, but we're not playing places like that. We're playing the holes in the wall. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but what if those holes in the wall are like, hmm. sure. Oh, dude, I would definitely not play it. Though. Yeah. No, for sure. No. <laughs> but I don't know. I just think that's a it's it's kind of a, sh- a shitty paradigm we're living in with music, especially live music. Like it shouldn't be like that. I agree. It just shouldn't completely. And you can't keep blaming the fucking uh, pandemic on this bullshit because, dude, like that shit's done and over it's with. Done and over with. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fucking find a different excuse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of hearing about this COVID shit. Move on to inflation already. <laughs> well, there's that too. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Bill. I have a question for you, and I want you to think about the question. Okay. But. I would like to play Fathomless Reality. Okay. In the meantime, and while we're playing that... Please ask the question I think you're going to ask. Oh, uh, well, maybe you should ask the question. No, go ahead. I I don't know what you're... Oh, I can't wait for this. Oh, now he's nervous. (laughs) Well, I don't... The one I I was going to ask wasn't... All right, well, let's ask him too. All right. Oh, Ooh, he's going to have to think twice as hard. Oh, Oh, man. All right, my question is... What are you most proud of to date? Oh, Musically. Do I, do I have to answer that now? <laughs> no. no. You have to think about it. Were you not paying attention, Bill? No, I was, but at the end of the song. All right. Do you want to know my question? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. Oh, man. If Joe is a potato, <laughs> what are you? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I'm going to think about that one, too. That's a good callback. All right. What are we going to listen to? We're going to listen to Fathomless Reality off of the almost released The Infinite Unknown. That'll give me three minutes to think of an answer to these two questions.
All right, pal. Fathomless reality. Can you tell us about that song? Before you answer your two questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Fathomless Reality is about uh, Vecna of season four of Stranger Things. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, I was watching, when I was trying to think of lyrics for that song, that's uh, when season four came out, and I thought that was actually perfect. Which is actually where I got the idea from the album cover. Yeah. Nice. Hmm. From Stranger Things? Yeah. Okay. Like the upside down kind of thing? Yeah. I mean, it's obviously not from it, but it looked pretty similar. Mm -hmm. Because it's like I said earlier, I have no imagination when it comes to album covers. (laughs) So I thought it looked cool. Well... I can't wait to hear the whole album. Yeah, for sure. These two songs are incredible. Thank you. Yeah. All right, now for the two questions. Yes. What are you most proud of? I think I am most proud of the first Crushing Force album Mm. because it was the first album I recorded by myself. Mm -hmm. Even though I don't think the production is that great on it, but it was the very first album I ever did by myself, so I think I'm pretty proud of that. Cool. Nice. As you should be. Yeah. All this right. The second question. If Joe's a potato, mm. what are you? So, a potato is very starchy. Mm, like Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the starchy theme, and I'm going to say I'm a beat. A beat. A beat. Because beets are red and I'm I'm kind of a ginger. (laughs) And you burn when you go in the sun for five minutes. (laughs) Oh, yes. Are you a Shroop Farms beet? Um, (laughs) I don't don't know. Any Office fans out there? No. No. Oh, I knew what you were talking about. I knew what you were talking about. Oh, is that an Office reference? Oh, okay. I never watched that. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You went to beet farm. Younger generation, I guess. <laughs> so why? So just because you're red, <laughs> and also starchy too. Starchy. Is our beats starchy? Yeah. Oh. Well. Yeah, I think so. All right. I mean, I'll I'll take it. What? 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 It's a root. So it is a root vegetable, right? Yeah, just well, like a potato. Is yeah. a potato a root vegetable? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, the, a potato is like. A fucking, it's literally in the dirt. Right. So, so is a beet. Beet. <laughs> Yeah. So are onions. Yeah. Onions dirt. are. <laughs> are onions starchy? Uh, uh, I don't know. No. No, I, I don't uh, think so. They don't all have to be starchy. I would almost say that a beet's more reminiscent of an onion than a potato. It doesn't have layers, dude. What about a turnip? Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. Or a yam, mm, yeah, because yeah. it's orange and you're yeah, ginger. you're orange. That's dude. I'm gonna say you're, you're not like yam. Donald Trump orange. <laughs> well, like that. that's good. Now onto our Fox News segment. <laughs> <laughs> we warned you this was coming. <laughs> All right, so Joe's a potato and Bill's a sweet potato. Yeah. <laughs> oh, or a yam. I'm a yam. 
And we can credit your guitar player or your guitar teacher for that. Yeah. <laughs> Casanova over here. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Bill is pretty popular with the ladies. Um. <laughs> See? He's, he's, taking a drink. he's taking a drink. He's taking a drink. He has no comment about yep, that. He's tapping out of this conversation. <laughs> next question, please. <laughs> All right. What's next for Obscure Form? Oh, uh, as of right now, I'm currently working on a single. I'm also trying to work on the next album, which hopefully that'll be done by next year. Trying to get the single done before the end of the year. And other than that, I mean, that's pretty much it. I'm also just like just trying to push my stuff out there and just like try to get like a following. Trying to figure out how to play live. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that would be the long-term goal. <laughs> if I could figure that out. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's uh, I guess that's pretty much it for right now. Well, don't forget, you still got a song that you and I got to finish. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ooh, I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah. That was a thing, too. Mm-hmm. We'll get around to it. No pressure, man. It'll be it'll be done in like a decade. It'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. <laughs> it, that's not going anywhere. No, it's not. No, it's already written. It's already, yeah, it's all good. It's on my external hard drive. So in case of my computer crashes again, <laughs> thank goodness. <laughs> all right, I think we got some non-nonsense questions yeah. before we go into nonsense questions yes. right ah, yes yeah. the ai jesus <laughs> <laughs> um is there anything that we didn't cover that you would like to cover about obscure form i don't know i think we've covered pretty much everything really i got a question okay how did you come up with obscure form mm, nice Ooh. all right like what's the yeah what's the meaning behind that I was trying to think of something obscure. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. I guess like just trying to like think of like a band name where it's just one word is really hard because all the good ones are taken. Yeah. Like Obscura. Yeah, Obscura bastards. <laughs> so I don't know. I guess I was just trying to think of two words and just put them together. It's just something abstract too. Just. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess that's pretty much it. He basically, I remember when he was um, trying to come up with it, he had like just a list of different words, and he was kind of like mashing them together. Yeah, trying to like piece yeah. them together until something fit. Uh, it's like, hard because oh, you dude. come up with something that you love, and then you search it, and there's like, oh, there's eight it's active fans. Like, it's just yeah. it's impossible these yeah. days, dude. That's why you know the band Gruesome, right? Yeah. I was so fucking pissed that I never thought of that. Yeah, because Gutted Alive would have been called Gruesome. Like that is such a fucking cool name. Dude. Yeah, it is. God a pretty damn cool it! Name. How did I not think? Yeah, of that? I don't know. Gutted Alive is pretty cool too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Gutted Alive, and it it's fits right. you guys. Yeah, yeah. it's all right. <laughs> it's okay. We thought we were being uh, like unique when we came up with Desecrator with a K, <laughs> and it turns out there's literally a fucking band that had existed for a long time before us called Desecrator with a fucking K. Really. And one yep. of the members is like, uh, I think he was in Enslaved. No yeah. shit. I want to say. I didn't bunch know of, that. Bunch wow. of Scandinavian dudes. I think it's like an older 
album like probably 90s it's like yeah they've put out one album and that's a yeah i think it's just kind of like a super group kind of a deal and it's very like cheesy heavy metal kind of a style they're not active still no well that's good at least yeah fuckers (laughs) (laughs) man i did not know that i knew there were other bands called desecrator but i didn't know there was another one that k it's yeah wow Shocker. I thought we were being original with that one. I guess not. Nope. World's much smaller when you're in your old, early 20s. <laughs> yeah. Sure is. All right, Bill. You can only listen to one band for the rest of your life. What band would that be? Mm. Wow. Can it be a solo performing artist? It can be whatever he likes. Okay. But it can only be one. Barry Manilow is oh. high on his list. <laughs> nice. Probably be second for me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can already I could see your lips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could hear you through the mic. <laughs> <laughs> just prolonging the inevitable, just say it. Just say it, Bill. Uh probably Dream Theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Duh. Duh. Well, they have a big catalog, though, too, right? Yeah, I can't really go wrong with that. They only put out one crappy album. Oh. Which one was that? The Astonishing. Be nice. They I'm might listening be listening, dude. Come on. Oh, they're totally listening. We're friends with them. <laughs> yeah. Well, their other 13 <laughs> albums are amazing, so. <laughs> they're, they're, they're allowed to have one shitty album. <laughs> We're totally not friends with them either. <laughs> I want to put that out there. How about you, Joe? What was the question? If you could only listen to one band. Well, might as well stick to my guns. Typo negative. Because mm. no one likes them. Oh, shit. <laughs> Actually, I'm not too... Su- su- <laughs> and I've got them tattooed on my body, so I might as well You just, do? Yeah, I've got their logo on my, my leg. Oh, nice. Uh, that was my first like favorite band like in high school and just I don't know. They're like even they knew they sucked. They like would fucking like make They jokes literally about ha- all the time. they literally like, have an album called The Least Worst of Typo Negative. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's like the, it's it's the best of Typo Negative, but you know, it, they I just I don't know. I uh I really dig that like the, just the aesthetic of that band and like the fact that Peter Steele's not around anymore kind of Makes it even more of like a, a, a special band because it's, it's not around anymore, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like a, a memory of a... Nostalgia. A memory for, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, I totally, totally know that like most people can't fucking stand typo negative. And I know why. They know why too. <laughs> so I don't feel bad in saying it. But yeah, they're one of my favorite bands. I don't like, know. I thought they did down. a solid cover at Black Sabbath. Yeah. Do you like Carnivore? Yeah, Carnivore's yeah. awesome. Nice. What's your favorite typo album? Mm, October Rust. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> it's very like... <laughs> that was a little Ken's touchy. over here, he's just like... Yeah. Mm. All right, so... Oh, it's it's very like... Uh, <laughs> it's like a sex album. <laughs> like, you fucking like have sex to that album. I don't know. I, I don't know. Hmm. It's just... Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that's not why it's my favorite. I, I'm just... <laughs> What's the name of the album again? Uh, October Rust. October Rust. 
Um, yeah, baby. I also bed, I'm put I also really like Total Life Rust. Is Killing Me. That's a that's a great album. That too. one's my favorite. <clears throat> Do you have a favorite? Um, I I was really entertained by the origin of ah uh, yes that's yes. A, that's a very entertaining album. Yeah. <laughs> the origin of feces? Origin of the feces. Yeah. <laughs> the fake live album. <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the uh the album starts off with like um you know, it's supposed to be a live album and uh I thought like, it, I thought it was for like years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you just hear like the crowd chanting, "You suck. You suck." <laughs> <laughs> There's like bottles breaking in the background, looking <laughs> like a cat meow. I have to shit. listen to this. Too. And uh, <laughs> like Peter Steele comes out and he's like, "Oh, you think you suck? You think you think we suck? You paid fifteen American dollars to get in here. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the real asshole?" And it's just like, uh, it's. Uh, I thought, I mean, I think a lot of people thought it was. It's amazing. A real album. It, it sounds legit. And then yeah. you find out that it was, they all just like did it in the studio because like they, <laughs> they would always produce their own albums. Well, because like I think they were, uh, gay, I think they were paid to actually like, do that, but they spent all the money on cheap liquor. That's the rule. <laughs> that's their, that, yeah, that's the, uh, the, the rumor. Um, it's, I mean, neither, I, I neither confirmed it. nor denied. I, I believe it. But the, yeah, the rumor is that they took all the money that was given to them to, to record the album. They just blew it on drugs and booze. <laughs> have you seen Carnivore AD? No, I, I have not. Um, they came around and I couldn't, I couldn't go to the show that night. Yeah. I think I had to play another show somewhere else. We saw them at Death Fest, right? And here. And here. Yeah, we saw him twice. And it's that not. was his old death metal band, right? <clears throat> Carnivore? Yeah. Yeah, it was like the band before uh, Typo Negative. And like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, if Pete was still around, that would have made things a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah. They, I don't know. They do it well enough, I yeah. guess. Yeah, I mean, everyone that uh, but it's, saw them said it was good, good yeah, stuff. But it's not. It's not Carnivore. Right, you know, but, right. Uh, Someone as iconic as Pete, like it's hard to yeah. like it's hard to bring a band back without him in it. Like, yeah, which is like it sucks because like I would love to see Typo Negative. I never got a chance to see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I I could. I don't think any of the guys that were involved in the band would want to do it without <clears throat> Pete, anyways. Yeah. Not like Pantera. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill, if you had the opportunity to Wait, make... Wait, we what? didn't ask Jay. Jay what? What his band would be. Oh, oh. Okay, I'm sorry. We don't have to. We can say that. I know. Jay, no. what would, you your, what would your band to. be? <sighs> Probably like Gorotted. Gutter No, no, no. So, Gutter My own no, band? No, no, sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, so, I, I bought, since you guys had some time, I, I boiled it down to two, and then I, I, picked, I picked one. But I'll tell you what the second one was. So, I ultimately went with Opeth. Mm-hmm. I fucking love their old catalog. Mm-hmm. Anything before uh, pretty much what? Sorcery? Uh, Heritage, Heritage is the one that where they, they like, changed up their styles. Well, they still had some good stuff in Heritage. I mean, I was, I was warming up to it, I guess. But I just can't really get anything past that. But, <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of fond attachment to Opeth because I got into them. 
shortly after My Arms Your Hers came out. So I was there when Still Life, Blackwater Park, and a rise to like, hmm. you know, what they are now. So it was just cool to see such a transition for a band. And they're really, really good at what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the other band, <laughs> you're going to laugh. But why I ultimately went with Opez because I don't listen to anything past uh, a certain album is the Smashing Pumpkins. Hmm. And that's Whoa. just because I, I grew up in the that 90s. Coming. Yeah. It, that was a curveball. They were ball. my first, uh, yeah. they were my first uh, band I saw in concert. And uh, I've always, growing up, had a fondness for the Smashing Pumpkins. Pretty much up until like, you know, after Melancholy and Infinite Sadness, I didn't really listen to them after that. Yeah, but, uh, I hear you there. The first few albums they dropped were really, yeah. really good. So, yeah. But Opeth, I would choose Opeth over them any day. So, it's interesting that it was a toss-up between Smashing Pumpkins and Opeth for you. Yeah, I know. Dude, and I was a huge Nine Inch Nails fan growing up, but I can't listen to that shit for the rest of my <laughs> life, dude. I'd kill myself. You'll turn into a very weird person if I you do. Ju- I would just be sad all the time. <laughs> all the time. And very industrial, too. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. We can go on. We can, we can move on to the next yeah, question. Yeah, I'm sorry. Next question. No. <laughs> I apologize for skipping you. No, I don't care. It's all right, man. We're all cool. You know, we all love each other here. It's all right. <laughs> all right. So, Bill, if you could make music your career, would you do that? Absolutely. Yeah. Not. It beats Not. beats wiping down hard drives. <laughs> yeah. With white pads. <laughs> yeah. Wiping down hard. Yeah, I would definitely do that any day. Do you think you'd like it as much if, like, you had to do it? Yeah, if it was your job. Yeah. I think so, because, like, I literally, like, I'm in my studio room almost every single day writing and trying to, like, be productive. I mean, I I think oh I would my like God. it. Bill makes all of us suck. Uh, my <laughs> question I haven't played is, the piano in, like, well, wait two a second. As, as a musician, <laughs> you're saying, would he want to be that for the rest of his life? Like, that's his job. Yes. Being a musician. Like a career. Mm. Now, does that entail also playing live? I think it would. So, I mean, you got to make take money. It, I mean, would you take it all in a scope and do it? Or would you rather just be like a recording artist? You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Okay. Because you don't play out a lot. I mean, eventually I would like that to. That will change, of course. Yeah, I would. But if it was just strictly recording, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Okay. But I, w- I would like to like actually like get on stage because that's like... What if you had a tour a like feeling. fucking four months out of the year? Yeah. So. How do you feel about touring? Well, that one tour we did with Hamilton, that was brutal. <laughs> that was only five days. Yeah, that was only five days. <laughs> um, we didn't even leave the Dude, Northeast, was, man. We stayed oh, my like, God. <laughs> the truck. <laughs> we went to Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally like New York City, Massachusetts for two days, and then like, I can't even remember the other ones. I think we Maine. were in Maine for one yeah, day. It was like he said, brutal. It was... It just, I mean, it was our first tour. It was very poorly planned. Yeah, we also did yeah, it at the hottest point of the year, too. Oh, yeah, mid-July. It was like 90 every single day. We yeah. were stuck in the back of a U-Haul with no AC. <laughs> oh, my God. It was, oh, it was bad. summer, because we, Gut is done both. I would almost rather do winter touring down really? south. Down south. 
Yeah. Oh, down south. Yeah. Okay. That's what we. That did. doesn't sound bad. It wasn't. It was still cold, but it wasn't like Rochester cold. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like in the 40s at the worst. When but, we were in San Antonio, it was in the 70s. Yeah, it was great. Um, but oh, dude, <sighs> summer touring is brutal. I don't care who brutal. you are, man. Even if you have an air conditioned car, dude, it's just ooh, it's hard. <laughs> If I, if I don't have to tour during the summer, then I'm all in. Okay. Summer? No way. All right. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> what if you had to do a couple out-of-town shows during the summer? <laughs> <laughs> I think I can... In the back of a U-Haul. No heat. Um, no okay. Uh, that? No. <laughs> See, we're writing up his contract right now. <laughs> yep. What color M&Ms do you want? <laughs> yeah. Do they still make blue? I don't know. Do they? Hell yeah. I ate a blue m and Well, you know, you have to give him red because he's got red hair. <laughs> I was oh, just going to yeah. say, I'll take the red. There we go. <laughs> we derailed uh, totally. Ken pretty hard Sorry. <laughs> No, I was really generally, because like, being a musician, like there's so many different facets to it. You know what I mean? You can't just say like, yeah, I would love to just do that for the rest of my life. But are you willing to tour? Are you willing to play live all the time? Are you willing to just record, you know? I don't know, man. Yeah, I get it. I don't think we went off that far. No. All right, I have a question for for each of you. As so, Jay as a guitarist, Joe as a bass player, and Bill as a drummer. What would you rather? You have to choose one or the other. Would you rather play in a hundred degree heat or forty degree? Ooh, because your fingers don't work. Like forty is out for me, but. I don't know if that applies to a drummer. Oh, yeah. It definitely does. Yeah. I'll take 100 over 40 any day. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, being a drummer? I cannot blast it when it's that yeah. cold. That's impossible. Your shit doesn't work right. You would warm up so quick. I've tr- I tried doing a music video outside in four-degree weather trying to play <laughs> guitar, and that was that really? was so hard. Yeah, I, I <laughs> not could guitar, not. guitar, drums. It doesn't matter. I'm still using my fingers. I would almost say being a drummer, and I'm not a drummer. I'd rather take the colder because you're, you're gonna heat up. Yeah, I mean, but listen, man, his fingies. I'm gonna I'm gonna sweat my ass off <laughs> no matter what. You're right. You're absolutely right. I as long as <laughs> as long as I have a fan, then I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I almost made Jen spit some drink out with, <laughs> with my fingies <laughs> comment. <laughs> um. Well. Yeah. I, I How mean, will your fingies do in 40? <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm going to start by saying we've actually had to do this many times in, in Desecrator because we've <laughs> um, historically always practiced in a barn. Um, yeah. And in the winter, it was a constant struggle against the fucking elements. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, and the barn is two, about, no, I think it's like probably like 120 years old. It's It's old. There was an old, even older one that fell down, like recently, but uh. Well, I'm glad you weren't in that one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, and uh, it's it was always a struggle, like playing in that barn. We had, we'd always like be trying to like you know fill in cracks and stuff like that. Shit was like falling off, like the side of the barn. Like half of it was just like separating, so we had to like brace it and stuff like that. There was. So much hole filling we had to do, and like we put so much work into that barn. Oh, and we really tried to try to insulate anyway. it because we were like <laughs> we were just freezing every winter, you know. And we had like a heater, but like it didn't do much because it would just the heat would leak out the cracks and stuff like that. So it was a constant struggle, and I had to like wear like fingerless gloves 
And that honestly kind of worked for me. Um, well, don't also forget that the, the summers were also brutal in there. Yes, it was 100 degrees in there but easily. I think I have to go with 100 degrees because uh, it's just it's just easier. You don't have to like... We've been conditioned. Worry about your fingers also. fucking like freezing, falling off. Like 40 degrees sucks. Yeah. I've done it. It's possible. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll have to agree with these these two guys. It's fuck. It was a hundred degrees last night on stage. I mean, whatever, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was a hundred degrees uh, when we played that Buffalo Metal Fest in uh, Niagara. Oh yeah, dude. I'm so used to playing in the heat. Definitely acclimated <laughs> way more to that than playing in the cold. Mm. And I, I like yeah, the fingies. You're absolutely right, fingies, man. They get cold. And you can't bend them. <laughs> it just slows you down. You know what I mean? At least when you're hot, you're like, fuck it. Everything's loosey-goosey, ready to go. Why do y'all say fingies as soon as I take a drink? <laughs> I didn't know. I'm so sorry. I noticed that. <laughs> I like Joe's words, so I, d- I wanted to adopt it. Yeah. Yeah. Fingies. Yeah. So, yeah, dude, 100 degree. What about you, Ken? Definitely. 100 degrees? The cold is not... It's a, no. I don't think it works for any musician. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather just sweat. Maybe a vocalist? Deal with it. Yeah. yeah, a vocalist could deal oh, with yeah. being 40 degrees. I mean, Look, he doesn't have to use his fingies. No. <laughs> what about you, Jen? Could you play the piano in the, no. in the cold? I'd prefer 150 degrees. Holy Whoa, shit. Oh, wow. She's fucking raising the bar over here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cold right now. I got you cold? Blank- yeah, I got my blankie. Oh, wow. <laughs> blankie. On your fingies. <laughs> For your piano. I got my blankie. I my fingies. All right, what do you got over there? Um, Where's the box? Oh, dear. Do you guys each want to pick a question out of the box? All right. Should I pick the first one? Go for it, Bill. You are the guest <clears throat> of honor. Oh, you got a big one over there. Oh, awesome. Box of nonsense. <clears throat> this is where we establish that Joe is a potato, so. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Hmm. <laughs> you guys can do redos, too. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to answer that one. Think <laughs> <laughs> about this one. Oh, this one's... Smaller. I don't know how you guys can see with those sunglasses uh-huh. on. Possibly. Oh, this would have been perfect for you, but I'm going to answer this anyway. Oh. What is it? Do we, tell, do we say it now or do we wait? You, go ahead. What instrument do you think is the most annoying? <laughs> oh, dude. I've Okay. All right. Okay. Tell you what. Answer it for Joe and we'll see if it's right. I don't. You know. How about we do that? How about you a- ask me that question, and I'll, I'll, <laughs> and I'll answer this for you. All right, well, hold Cause, on. Because I already know what you're going to say I gotta for read, I got to read this one. I like this one. You are a con man who can infiltrate any profession. Which job do you pretend to be an expert at? Mm. Wait, don't you have to answer for him? 
Oh yeah. How does this work? So I'm gonna I'm gonna answer <laughs> so my question, I'm gonna answer it for you. Yeah. And, you're and then you're gonna answer that for me. Right. Like what would Bill say okay. to that? Okay, yeah. I so, get it because we're brothers, so we so, can do this. Yes. So for mine, what You're twins. What instrument <laughs> two years apart, but yeah, twins. So what instrument do you think is the most annoying? And I already know yours is sax. Yeah. yeah. Fuck this. Oh yeah, Joe Tash hates the sax. I hate it. Sure hates- does. You know what? I knew I- this. Yeah, yeah, we talked about this last time. Yeah, we time. did. Yeah. <laughs> Probably did. Yeah. We did? Yeah, yeah. actually, I, I remember you saying Wait that. Wait a minute. Did we draw this question last time? No. Okay. Did we? I don't know. Is this a reoccurring thing? I don't think so. But it, it did come up. It did come up. I don't, I don't up. know why. Yeah. What about well, you, Bill? What's your most annoying instrument? Yeah. I don't know. I've never actually thought about that. The kazoo? On. Slide Where? whistle? No, no, not a kazoo. Dude, uh, I really want to bring a kazoo. Accordion. I, if I slide whistle, if I had to pick one, it probably would be a wind <laughs> instrument. Maybe like maybe actually maybe a trumpet. I can't stand trumpets. Trumpets are shrill. They are. That's a good word for a trumpet. Yes. Yeah. I I think a sax fits in some things, but I can't stand a trumpet. I can I can get behind that. All right. Bill, before your next recording, <laughs> just to irritate Joe, you have to master the sack. Yes, that is your next job, dude. Oh, I'm it'll take you those five uh, minutes. Yeah, his practice room He's is right next to my it. bedroom. He just hasn't told anyone. I have a sack in my closet. Yeah, see, I have a couple of them actually. <laughs> he has a silver sax. <laughs> All right, so well, so now I gotta like ask this question, and I have to like answer it for you. Yeah, and then you gotta answer it yeah. for yourself. Wow. All right, I know it's a tall order. All right, so you got it. I All had right. to do it. You had to do. It. Right, now you okay, got to. Okay. You are a con man who can infiltrate any profession. Which job do you pretend to be an expert at? Well, well this we is know. an easy one to answer. Oh, good for Bill. Yeah. Uh, I think he would uh, pretend to be good at uh, wiping hard drives. <laughs> I was just going to say, we know it wouldn't be wiping hard drives. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because he's been a con man uh, for the past, uh, what has it been, like uh, 10 years? You're just years collecting now? a paycheck over there, Bill? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to know what the fuck you're doing in this, this warehouse that you work in, this fucking room. That you Dude, scream in. So Bill, <laughs> Bill sent us a uh, a video of himself, and he's literally just running, doing laps around his fucking office, <laughs> like by himself, just running laps, getting some exercise. He has in. no supervision at his job. Nobody's paying attention to him. I also sped it up so it looks like I'm like, yeah, but like what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> no one, no one knows what you really do over there. So you did say that nobody talks to you there. So are you just like that low key guy that just like he's locked in a room all day and he doesn't see anybody? Yeah, this is all pretty much true. <laughs> he's that pale guy that only comes out of the room to go to the bathroom and then he like locks himself back. Like, in there. did you guys ever watch the IT crowd? Yeah, no. on Netflix. Yeah, you're like that goth dude in the server room, the cradle of filth guy. Yeah, the oh, cradle of filth. I, I, I don't remember him. I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> Some people will get it. I forgot the guy's name, but uh, yeah, you're that guy. Okay. Yep. Just- All right, now you got to answer it. You're a con man 
Any profession. Yeah, what would your profession be, Bill? No, you. Me? Yeah, you. He's got to answer about me. Yeah. No, you got to answer about you now. What? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I think all of us just got confused. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Joe's got to answer oh, yeah, it for Joe's, him. Yeah. Yeah, what would be well, your profession? The answer this question is if it was <laughs> pertaining to you. Oh, that's right. That is what the whole point of this was yes. in the beginning, wasn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so <laughs> if I were a con man who could infiltrate any position, profession, excuse me, which job do you pretend to be an expert at? Hmm. Uh, a, a fine art salesman. Because. <laughs> That's a lucrative business. Yeah, and like, what the fuck do you need to know to do that? They're like, ooh. <laughs> the fucking name's written on the goddamn painting. That's all. You just make some bullshit up. Yeah, there you go. This is banana taped to wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, don't, it's just, I don't know. I think I could pull that off. You just got to know the right person, right? You know? Sure. That's what life's all about. That's get a rich good as idea. Fuck. Yeah, because you could be rich as fuck. Yeah, yeah that is a really good answer, actually. I like that answer. Yeah. yeah. Get on that, Joe. Yeah. yeah, Joe. Become an art dealer, dude. Yeah, eat the banana. <laughs> no, don't eat the banana. You can't eat your art. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right, Jay, what's your question? So mine... If you could have a flying version of any animal as a pet, what would it be and why? Now, are we saying like any animal can fly? Yes. No, because I was going to go with sugar glider. But they can already fly. Right. <laughs> well, they glide. So now we're talking about any animal. That's true. Right? Any animal. It could be a flying giraffe. I mean, it could be a flying, flying sugar a glider. Flying a flying goddamn <laughs> elephant. Because that thing Whoa. would be unstoppable. Like Dumbo? Where would you keep it? <laughs> Who fucking cares? It flies. <laughs> That's a lot of my... poop to clean up. I'm not worried. Lots no, of it did not see. It does not see anywhere in here that I have to take care of it <laughs> as a pet. I can hire someone to do all that. Can we, That's true. Can we ask? I am literally keeping it just to fly around and like cause mayhem. What what method of flight is this elephant using? Not like Dumbo. Not with the ears. He has wings. Is it like jet propulsion? Like ooh, his butt. His butt. Like, dude. <laughs> like his tail. So he has a apparent <laughs> weird mutation where he eats the peanuts and it just gives him massive gas and he just propels himself that way. All right, biodiesel. Yeah, That's biodiesel. Sweet. Where yeah. do you keep him at night? Not in the house. Not in the house. He has his own um, underground bunker that I built. Specifically for him, like or the desecrator barn. <laughs> That's it, the desecrator barn. Perfect. Oh, Jamie wouldn't care. It's got a basement. That'll not go well. We'll put him in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can all fly him. You two, well, Grims. You guys come over. You can fly him. Feed him peanuts. Yeah, and it, we got it. That's the only way he's gonna fly. So elephants gotta eat something bigger than fucking peanuts. No, the peanuts huge. is literally there just for him to fart and fly. Okay, he still eats regular grass or whatever the hell elephants. What eat. What do elephants eat? I think it's just grass, plants, trees. I don't think they eat trees. Well, they eat the leaves they on the eat trees. Whole I'm already trees. a horrible. <laughs> I am already a horrible elephant because I don't even know what dude? this diet is. <laughs> that elephant's gonna die so fast, <laughs> very fast. <laughs> we're just give him peanuts and flies. That's all I know. <laughs> what you gotta feed him? Feed him? Oh, God damn it! 
Yeah, that's my answer. Flying elephant. I like it. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Or. Okay. Flying pig. <laughs> so that way you can just put that fucking saying down. Like nobody can say it anymore. When pigs fly, <laughs> then you get on your squash that whole thing. Away. Yeah, exactly. But we'll stick with the elephant. Yeah, I like the elephant. Me too. Well, thank you guys for chatting with us. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having yeah, us. Pleasure. Thanks yeah. for having us come and just hijack Bill's uh, podcast with you guys. You guys are always welcome. Always. Oh, you're going to regret that someday. Nope. <laughs> Never. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait until I come flying over here with a winged elephant. <laughs> Eat your words. <laughs> Where are you going to put it when I come over? We have a fenced backyard. Okay. Nice. Right. Nice. <laughs> For the flying elephant. <laughs> <laughs> If it's shit, you're cleaning it up. <laughs> Wait, you, Bill. You will be the designated fecal remover. It's not my elephant. True. I'll pay you. I'll okay. pay you with all Joe's right, that's, fine that's art money that he makes. Yeah. Too. Oh, all right. I like or in peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bill. Yeah. We're looking forward to the release. Yeah. Thanks for chatting. Yes. Thanks for chatting with us, finally. Yes. It's Thank only you. been like two years. Yeah, it was nice to uh, finally meet you guys. Wait a second. You guys have been trying to set up a show with this dude for two years? I think we mentioned it um, early on, didn't we? I feel like we were Bill, in the apartment. What were you, what he were you dodging? He destroyed his album and had to oh, redo it. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, there was that thing. Okay. I thought he was just dodging you guys because he's good at that. <laughs> Well, I would dodge us. <laughs> <laughs> Nonsense. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right, while we wait for July 7th to arrive, let's listen to an obscure form song off of a Strife release. We're going to hear Ruin. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And? Now on to our Fox News segment. <laughs>